Hello and welcome to Social Media Ministries. My name is Spencer Kaufman. Thank you for tuning in today and spending time with us today. Uh, we are Social Media Ministries where our hope and our mission is to spread the living word of Christ to as many people as possible through the use of social media. So help us out with that by sharing and liking this video on your social media channels. You can also follow us on our social media channels as well. We have Facebook, Instagram, etc. So uh, be sure to subscribe on YouTube and follow us there. Uh, today we're talking about how uh, you need to be a cheerful giver. Now what is cheerful giving? Well, uh, before we dive into cheerful giving and exactly what that means, we need to specify uh, a little bit more about giving and about tithing. Now we did a, a message on tithing. Tithing is different than giving. You can check that out in a card or the, the YouTube channel. If you're listening, you can check it out on the YouTube channel. Hit the video and there's a card in there right up here that will show you how giving is different than tithing. And today we're going to expand on that a little bit more so that you have a little bit better of an understanding on tithing and giving. And today we're talking about being a cheerful giver. And so let's dive in. Uh, let's open up with a verse. Uh, if you have your Bibles, 2 Corinthians 9, 7. Now, if uh, you want to come back later, all of these verses will be referenced in the description below on the YouTube channel and the podcast as well. So check those out uh, at your leisure. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Okay, so we know God loves a cheerful giver. He wants you to decide ahead of time what you're going to give. Not the moment uh, someone says, hey, you, we need money. We're raising money. Uh, we need, for example, social media ministries. We're raising money. We need $8,000 to pay all of our legal expenses of cost of entity setup and equipment. And that's what we need money for. Now, God wants you to decide ahead of time what you're going to give. So if, if we do uh, a message or a video that's calling out for a fundraiser and we have a dollar amount and it's in the minute impromptu, sure, you can throw a, a 10 in the offering plate or, or punch up a credit card for 20 bucks or something like that. But what this verse is saying is that God wants you to have a plan for your money. For example, you need to be everything, everything in line. So you need to know how much you're going to give maybe for that month, that year, that day, that week, whatever, that you have decided ahead of time. You may not know where you're giving it. So that's the key here. There's a differential in the spur of the moment and the decision. So if we have a fundraiser video, for example, or we're doing a fundraiser and we're calling out for money or you get a phone call from some campaign agency and you know you want to support someone who's um, pro-life, they're for keeping the babies. Uh, in the Bible, all over the place, Pharaoh was aborting babies. We had all kinds of things like that. We know biblically abortion isn't correct. We're getting on a tangent here. But biblically, it wasn't correct. So someone calls you up and they want to do that and you want to support them. Okay? For example. And you don't know how much you want to give, so you just give $25. Now, that $25 was a spur-of-the-moment decision. You didn't decide in your heart ahead of time because you didn't know they were going to call on that day. However, 
that 25 that you gave spontaneously is a part of maybe this month you've decided to give $2,000. Or this year you've decided to give $10,000. And so then that 25 would come out of that amount. Now that is beyond the tithe, so we'll come there in a little bit. As we've talked about in the previous message, tithing is different than giving. And so you need to decide in your heart what you are going to give. And then when these people come after you for money, they're not really coming after you, they're requesting money. If you find one that maybe the Spirit speaks to you and says, I need to support them, or you really like what they're doing, or you just feel like uh, supporting them in some way, then you can give there. And now, when you decide that number, maybe on the 1st of January, you decide what you want your giving to be for the whole year, you and your family, or for that month, and you do it every month as a part of your budget. However you do that, when you decide that number, don't be afraid to go beyond that number. If God blesses you and you have more than you initially planned and you want to give more, give more. Okay? That's what God is blessing you for. We're blessed to be a blessing to other people. So God wants you to decide in your heart what you're going to give. Then he wants you to give it freely and willingly. Not like, okay, I've got this, this money set aside to give somewhere. And then someone asks and you're like, no, I don't know. I need to make real sure. He wants you to give it freely and willingly. You've already committed that money in your heart to being given away. Now it's time to do it. And give it. Don't hold back. Give it freely and willingly. You're not to feel obligated like that you, you committed that money and then all of a sudden, uh, oh, I have to do it because I committed it in my heart. No, it's freely and willingly. It's like this is your privilege that God gave you this money and you are now giving it to other people to help them. You have the means to give. So giving is different than tithing. Here's the differentiation. Big word. Tithing comes off the top of your income. We're going to go to Proverbs 3.9 for a little support there. Tithing comes off the top of your income. So Proverbs 3.9 says... Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Okay, you probably don't grow crops today. They did in the Old Testament. People were, were workers of the field. They were laborers. They Sure, they got paid wages like we get paid today. But today, our society is way, way more uh, dependent upon money. We have a monetary system throughout the world and, and it can be exchanged into different currencies, but it is a universalized, worldwide standard, money. And so you're not going to go to the grocery store with, with your pottery that you've, you've thrown on your wheel and try to trade that for some olive oil or trade, you know, three of your pots and get two of them filled with oil. Or you're not going to be pressing your own olives and making it in oil and then trading that in the market like they would have back then. Now you have money and money is the universal means of exchange. And so the tithe would come off the top, the first fruits of your wealth. 
It says, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Well, wealth would be whatever you have. Crops could mean you're sowing. If you're sowing into your business, you're reaping what? Money. That is your crop. That is the fruit of your labor. You are working and making money. Your labor is producing dollars or whatever country you're in. That is your crop. You are to give God the first fruits of that. How much? Uh, we'll come to that later, but tithe literally means tenth, so there you go. It's a tenth. Okay. Giving is different, but we have one more verse that I want to support with this, and it's Deuteronomy 14.22. Deuteronomy 14.22 says, Be sure to set aside a tenth of all that your fields produce each year. So, there it is. Tithe means tenth. Deuteronomy 14.22, be sure to set aside a tenth of all that your fields produce each year. Now, you're not a farmer, you live in an apartment in New York City, you don't have fields. What are you producing every year? Money. You're reaping, you're sowing and reaping, and that's what you get. The fruits of your labor, your crop, is money. So set aside a tenth of everything that you produce, you make each year. Now, what, what are you going to do with that tenth? Well, we'll come to that later, but we talked about it again in the other video, the other sermon, message, however you want to call it. And you are to give that to God. So that's different than giving. Tithing off the top, and it's a tenth. Giving is something you decide in your heart what you're going to do. So remember that. Giving you decide in your heart. Tithing, already been decided for you, it's a tenth. You can write those down if you want. Next thing we have, giving comes off the bottom of your income. So, tithing off the top, giving off the bottom. So, for example, you're doing your budget. Let's say you have a regular income, you get paid $1,500 a week. That would be uh, $6,000 a month. So you say every month, we are giving $600 Sorry, we're not giving, we're tithing $600. And again, that comes off the top, the first fruits. So, for example, you get paid every two weeks. So every two weeks, you could write a check to your church or have it automatically withdrawn or however you do it, pay with a credit card, whatever you decide to do, your tithe, your tenth of your income. So you get paid every two weeks. That would be roughly $3,000 every two weeks. So 300 bucks, boom, automatic, off the top. Now, you say, well, wait a minute. I have taxes that come out of that. I have uh, health insurance that comes out of that. I have some money going into my investments that comes out of that. Uh, do I tithe once I get my paycheck? No. Remember, it's off the top. So tithe before all that. Now, if you have all that coming out automatically, uh, and you need to look at your numbers, look at what you made at the top, then everything comes out, and this is your take-home, tithe from the top. Okay, even if all that stuff is automatic. You can't control that. I mean, if you could, you could add them, put the tithe in before all that, but a lot of employers aren't going to do that for you. So, tithe from the number off the top. Okay, then, you have all that, you get your take-home pay, now you have to pay your bills. You have all your payments, your car, mortgage, all this stuff, kids, everything. Okay, then you have some money left over. Whatever is left over is 
saving, giving, spending, whatever you'd like to do with it. And that's why you must decide in your heart what you are going to give. It's not something like, okay, let's see how much money we have left over, and now let's decide what we're going to do with that money. It's you need to earnestly seek out God and pray and know, okay, this month I would like to give $500. So then you get paid two weeks from now, That's because it's the first of the month. Maybe you got paid on the 1st and the 15th, however it works for you. So you decide one month, if, if it's in, right now, if it's March and you want to give in April, or if it's February and you want to give in the next month, February, March, <laughs> whatever it might be, you decide that ahead of time in your heart. Then that month comes and you see what you have left over and maybe you decided you wanted to give $200 and you only have 100 left over. Well then, what can we do? How can we make that other money? Because I decided I wanted to give that. You're not just going to try to carry it over. This is a, a test of obedience. It's what are you going to try to sell or what are you going to try to do to get that money to give it to where you decided in your heart. Sometimes, eventually, you start being obedient and faithful. You might say, I wanted to give 200 and I have 1,000 left over. You never know. God will bless you for being obedient. That is for certain. So, this is why God wants you to decide in your heart what you're going to give. If you have money left over and you decide to put it towards savings, then you're not giving it away. If you decide to split it, 50% of my money left over goes to savings, 50% is given away. So you don't know a dollar amount. God doesn't speak to everyone in numbers. You may decide, you know what, I'm on commission. I have no idea what my regular income is. I could be making $50 this month and $10,000 next month, and it all averages out. Well, then maybe you are the type of person who says, okay, I tithe, then I pay all my bills, then whatever's left over, 75% to savings, 25% gets given away. Or 90% to savings, 10% given away. Or 90% given away and 10% to savings, you get the idea. That can be decided in your heart ahead of time. And then every time that comes along when you have money left over, that's what you do. If one month you don't have money left over, nothing you can do about that. Okay. The main thing is you got to stick to it. If you, if you get to a point where you have $10,000 left over because you had an amazing month and you say, wow, $10,000 left over and I was going to give 50% away. I don't want to give five grand away. That's too much. That's a problem. You decided in your heart, you've got to stick to it. It's very, very critical. So, God is telling you to have a plan for your money. He has a plan for your life. God is a planner. He wants you to have a plan as well. If you want to be like God, you need to have a plan. And so, how do you decide this? I've mentioned you could decide dollar amounts. Maybe at the beginning of the year, you set a goal for the end of the year and you do one of those thermometer graphs and color them in. That could be fun for your kids. It could be fun as a family. Maybe you decide it's a percentage. Then you could still color in and see how much you've given away during the course of a month, a year, six months, etc. cetera. Uh, there is a method to decide. God's not going to let you, uh, you know, leave you out hanging. So how do you decide? 2 Corinthians 8, 3 and 4. Here is how you are to decide what you are to give. Verse 8, no, chapter 8, verses 3 and 4. For I testify that they gave as much as they were able and even beyond their ability. 
entirely on their own. They urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in this service to the saints. Now, who, who, what is this about? Well, uh, this is a letter to the Corinthians from the Apostle Paul. He's testifying that these people that he's talking about, uh, from wherever he was saying, we want you to know about the grace that God has given the Macedonian churches. So he's telling the Corinthians about Macedonia. And he's saying these people, they gave as much as they were able, and they gave even beyond their ability, entirely on their own. They weren't forced. It's not like they, that the apostles now said, hey, you must give us money. We need money for our journey. No, they weren't forced. They gave it entirely on their own. Remember, you are to give freely and willingly. So, they urgently pleaded with them for the privilege to share in this service, to give more. That was their ministry. Giving was their ministry. They weren't out spreading the gospel. They weren't preaching messages every Sunday. They weren't doing that. So their way to increase and share the word of God was to give. That was their ministry, their service to the saints. Who were the saints? The saints were the people doing that. So the Apostle Paul, all those other people who were out spreading the, the, the gospel. Today we call them missionaries, saints, because it's, it's like a saintly figure. So they were pleading with them to give them more. So how do you know what to give? You give according to your means, and then when you, all of a sudden, if you're not giving to get blessings back, you're giving because it makes you feel good and it's the right thing to do and we want to grow the kingdom of God as much as possible. And so that's why you're giving. And as a result of this giving, it's pretty much, I mean, you're, you will be blessed. You, you're going to be blessed by God. God loves to bless his children. And if you're being obedient, you're going to receive a blessing. That is, it may not be financial. It may not be, it, it could be any type of blessing, but you will be blessed. And you're not giving with the uh, intention to receive that blessing. But that's what this means here when it says even beyond their ability. So they gave what they were able and they were blessed and they gave even more. And so you must decide according to your means. Now where do you give? Because we tithe, that comes off the tenth and it goes to God's storehouse. Okay, Tithing has a location, it's to God's house. And that comes from Malachi 3.10. We've read this verse a few times before, Malachi 3.10. It's uh, about the robbing God instance, in case you... Uh, need a refresher of that, that section. But 3.10 says, Bring the whole tithe, the whole tenth, into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that you will not have room enough for it. Right there. Test him in this and see if he will not pour out so much blessing that you will not have room enough to store it. Tithe to God's house. What is God's house? God doesn't have a physical house here on earth. He has places where his spirit dwells and where you can go and receive encouragement, fellowship, hope, prayer, all of that. So wherever that is in your heart for you, it should be a church or a... Uh, like For example, we are not a physical location. You're not coming here to listen or to see me. You are seeing me from your own home, your car, wherever, 
maybe you're gathering with others and watching this and then talking about it, reading the scripture and it's a study. So would you give this, that money then, you would not give that to the homeowner who's playing this for you or to your own self for watching it on YouTube at home. You would be sending it to wherever that is coming from. So, for example, if we are your church, then you would be giving the tithe here. If you are watching this, in addition to going to a church at home, you would be giving your tithe there, not to me. Your tithe, well, it's not coming to me anyway, to social media ministries. Your tithe is going to your church, the place where you go to have fellowship, prayer, listen to messages, uh, interact with others. And if, if you, during um, times of sickness, you're not going and meeting with others, but you're still watching them at home and that you still call that your church, that is where your tithe goes. Then giving is, remember, beyond the tithe. Tithe off the top, give off the bottom, or you could give in the middle. It's really up to you, but giving is something you decide in your heart what you are to do. You can give anywhere. Charities, nonprofits, uh, friends, family members, someone needs some money, the homeless guy on the side of the road, you hand him a 20. You can give anywhere. That, that's what you can do. You can give anywhere. Tithing comes off the top. So, remember, giving is a service. It is your service. It is your ministry. My ministry is preaching to you your ministry, maybe you're uh, in something, but for the average person who's not traveling across the world, who is not uh, walking all around their neighborhood uh, preaching the gospel, who is not uh, doing what these disciples did or living the life exactly like Jesus or like Paul or, or Peter or any of these people, their ministry, their service is giving. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 9.13. It says, because of this service by which you have proved yourselves, men will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ and for your generosity in sharing with them and everyone else. Giving is your service. It is your ministry. You can help change lives. You can change the world. You can change a lot through your generosity. Live generously. Tithe off the tenth, off the top, pay your bills, decide in your heart what you are to give with your family, with your spouse. Decide that. Stick to it and give where you can, where you feel called, where the Spirit is leading you. And give freely, generously, and willingly as part of your service to God in your ministry of uh, professing your faith. And when people ask you why you're giving away so much money, be prepared to tell them because that is a great opportunity to say, I give away my money because I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ. He died for me. He is my Lord and Savior. And he wants me to give. Just as he gave. God gave his son. Jesus gave his life. What are you giving? Let's pray. Father Yahweh, thank you so much for this time together. Thank you for this message. I ask that it uh, really was clear and provided some great understanding for each and every person out there that uh, they would know exactly 
on what the difference is and what they need to do going forward, Lord. Uh, push your spirit forth on them. Uh, speak to each and every person and tell them exactly what they are to give. Uh, show them that tithing is very, very important and, the, and where that needs to go and help them understand that giving is also a part of their service and their ministry and that they um, help them have that, whether it's a number or a percentage or what they decide, Lord, uh, please allow them to figure that out. Speak to them on where to give it as well so that they know exactly who or what needs to benefit from that giving. In Jesus' name, amen. Once again, thank you so much uh, for your time with us today. I hope that you really got a lot out of this. If you have any questions or comments, please put them below. In addition, please share this with other people. Uh, that is what you can do. Really help us. Again, social media ministries cannot happen without social media, and that cannot happen without you. So share it if you can, if you're desired, if you feel called, or if the Spirit's speaking to you in that way. God bless.